Hey everyone, it's Haley here. So, just coming on right before the beginning of this episode, episode 105, uh, to say, you know what? We have some amazing new official character art. Uh, Griffin commissioned the artist Irene Campos, um, and we'll make sure that her social media is in the description of this episode. It is beautiful work. It is all over our social media. If you haven't seen it yet, check it out. We love it. We we got to work with her a lot to make sure that it is exactly what we wanted for our characters. So it was really exciting, and it's exciting to see all the characters all together now. So the entire main party has some new official character art. Highly recommend you guys check it out, as well as check out Irene Campos in general. Her art's pretty amazing. So so that's that's all I have. Welcome to episode 105, The Drain Event. Do you like liquor and things that go boom? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 105. And I think we'll start with Emily this time. Emily, what are you drinking? I have another urban artifact, the Gadget. So it's a fruit sour beer, and it's so delicious. Speaking of so delicious, hey, Haley, what are you drinking? Um, I have a delicious drink. It's from Two Chicks. It's a vodka fizz. It's um, sparkling vodka. Vodka, pear, and elderflower. Well, speaking of one of two chicks on the podcast, hey, Steve. What up, babe? What you drinking? Um, I've got another of those Greenbrier Valley Brewing beers, but this one is not a Mothman Black IPA. This is a Devil Ants IPA. Devil Ants. Yeah, not like A-N-T-S or A-U-N-T-S. I was going to say, if it's not A-N-T-S, <laughs> yeah. is it Ants? No, it's A-N-S-E. Um, it's this fellow. He's Devil Ants uh, Hatfield of Hatfield and McCoy fame. I don't know much about them, but I'm going to try this beer. It's quite good. However, it's been a while since we had it's been a while since we've had a team slurp episode. So I also have this sidearm of a tall boy of hams, oh right. and the people have I been dying for him, this. Guys. I know he tried, <laughs> but this freight train left the station. Um, so team no slurp, go ahead for hit to skip a couple times. Uh, you're not going to miss anything. Generally, you won't if you skip ahead in this show. Um, so here you go. Ah, boy, I missed that. I guess you're Unnecessary. getting better at it. Thank you. Well. I was going to use, speaking of the Hatfield to my McCoy, but <laughs> what are you drinking, Brooks? I enjoyed that. That was that was great. And yes, I it was pretty evident that uh, transition was long overdue. It was just shat on. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Matumbe Sawyer talking back and forth strategy where it just didn't stop. Yeah. We're going to have to nip that in the bud. I'm going to have to kill one of them this session. Uh-oh. <laughs> 
The Masthead Brewing Company is what I've got. Uh, just a uh, super bland name, Single Origin Coffee Stout. And it's a bit closer to a porter than it is a stout, I would say. I mean, that almost entirely has to do with the ABV. Uh, ABV 6.9. It's, uh, it's literally right in that middle ground. <laughs> yep. 30 IBU. Well, speaking of the middle ground of between good drinks and bad drinks, um, I have the Patreon beverage. It's called Sex on the Fay Beach. Uh, it's from Bipolar Pop Tart again. So thanks for this, Tristan. <laughs> Continue excitement. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's fucking whiskey, pink champagne, and that was it. So I put some bitters in it. That's make it not better. a sex on the beach. No, that's certainly not a sex on the beach. It is kind of pink. It's not something I'd like seek out, but I'm not going to gag over it either. So... I bought a four pack of mini champagnes for this because I couldn't find pink champagne in any other way. Nice. Things we do for you listeners. <laughs> I I just want to know the explanation of Fay Beach instead of just like sex in the Fay or Fay Beach being. Yeah, the Fay seems like a, a hat on a hat there. That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I believe it was an attempt to make this more, you know, mythical. Yeah. Without yeah, having yeah, to have Emily name it because everyone doesn't mm-hmm. like when Emily names them. Mm-hmm. I come up with. <laughs> well, guess what? We don't like what other people name them. <laughs> yeah, do better. I like the names. Tristan, you go ahead and keep making those crazy names. Keep making those crazy names. Uh, shine on you, crazy diamond. <laughs> All right. We ready? We ready to play? Let's play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, next time we're all drinking because I just drank. So. And I won this time. I think this is the first time I've won. Yeah, I didn't realize you won. (laughs) All right. Nice. So when last we met our heroes, they had a bit of a reprieve. They spent the evening boarding up their battered building, the Dyer shop. And they had an unexpected visitor uh, in the form of Cyril the Werebat, who had been scouting the tower and came back with some information uh, and afflicted with a very deadly uh, magical disease. You were able to save his life and cure him, but he was under the domination of a vampire. You know that that is Arn Vrood. You did get some valuable information, though, and you found that Vrood is likely not up in the tower, but down below, um, and was trying to lead you astray with this, um, I guess, not a gift. What would he be? (laughs) I guess he's a warning. I guess he sent this guy as a warning, but uh, did, did give you one of your pack back. And so that's where we find ourselves. It's still night Eclipse has been asleep now for a little bit uh, as the rest of the party hammers up the outside, um, gets inside, and hunkers down. What are you doing? Freya, this whole time, has been 
uh, making her rounds, going and healing. So she would definitely make sure that the party is all healed up and ready to rest. And we did that off air. Were you able to get everybody up to full? Yes, using the last bit of Freya's healing spells and then using some charges on the wand as well. All right. So you guys heal. Is there anything else you want to do before bed? No, uh, not for Sawyer or Matumbe. Okay. I was not say, Sawyer and Eclipse have both been upstairs, so it's like... Yeah. I don't think anything's going to change. Yeah, I mean, Saw's just bugging out upstairs. Sawyer's bugging out, Griffin. Sawyer. I can say Saw because it's... Uh, mm? This is a character that's been in my campaign since two years ago. <laughs> Where he has changed. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, I allowed that to happen. <laughs> um, maybe just like uh, you would lock the doors and check the or uh, lock and check the doors before going to bed one final time in the windows if that we've already tried to board up. Yeah, I imagine you guys reset the bar because the door was barred when you got here, uh, and maybe even nail it into place. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think Sabriza would probably offer to keep a watch for the night, knowing that if she does, she won't have spells the next day. Um, and so it's kind of up to you if you think if you think maybe someone else could take the roof. I think she's just considering herself probably the best suited because she can wild shape. Well, we already established that there was there were windows up there and the uh, three werewolves that really didn't uh, enjoy taking orders uh, definitely get assigned uh, watch today. Uh, God damn it. Uh, he figures we're not going to get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole, that Prince of Wolves. <laughs> uh, figures he'd make the two devil wolves take watch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they would they would take watch. Uh, you guys all drift off to sleep. And the storm rages on through the night and into the morning. Gray skies bring gray tidings. And it's still through the night. Nobody alerts you to anything. It's as if maybe this challenge is Vrood throwing down the gauntlet. Morning comes, and you all wake up. I think Eclipse would wake up uh, probably a bit before everyone because she's been asleep for a very long time. She wasn't, like, hurt or anything. There's nothing special about her besides she just needs to have a full amount of sleep. So um, I think Eclipse would wake up fairly early. And she would probably start to head downstairs. And, um, I mean, if the the wolves were down there making, like, just, you know, checking windows or checking cracks, she'd just tell them to go up to bed. She can start covering that. Okay. And so she'd make little rounds downstairs and send those three up. Or two? I don't know. <laughs> All right. The rest of you? I think we would wake up on our own time. Not necessarily quite as early, but definitely wake up. Uh, 
soon after still. Yeah. Uh, Matumbe needs to prepare spells. Um, this is a very somber morning for him because he knows what we're trying to do today, and he knows that it's somewhat likely, uh, given what we know about Rude and uh, Dr. Malice slash Shalom, that we may not all make it back. So he's just kind of getting himself in the headspace that we might have to make some difficult calls um, in the near future. Freya also starts preparing some of her spells, and when she uh, starts getting up to the higher level, she prepares one remove curse and then holds the rest open just in case it doesn't work the first time on Saw, because this curse is pretty bad. So if she doesn't remove it, he's not going to do so well. Saw, I think, maybe got fitful sleep. I'll still say he's rested for the purposes of resting, but it wasn't pretty. Mm -hmm. I think Anya probably stayed up with him, just kind of like trying to get him to settle down, but you just couldn't get comfortable. What, between shivering and like stiff as a board? Yeah. Yeah. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. All right. Well, while they're doing that, uh, Ikmira would at least go outside, check the barricades that uh, they've made uh, in the previous evening, make sure that uh, there wasn't further uh, destruction made to the structure in case they had to retreat back. Yeah, and uh, Eclipse would actually take this as an opportunity to kind of have Ikmer loan a little bit and she would go with him to kind of check on all the barricades. Um, And she would turn to Ikmer she'd say Ikmer, do you know do, do you really know why I'm here? Like, why I even came to a funeral of a man I didn't know? I mean, I, I didn't go because I knew who it was, I respected him or anything. I barely knew him. I barely know his name. But I realized I was alone. And I didn't want to be anymore. My foster father had recently died. My foster mother died almost 10 years ago. I have no idea where my birth family even is anymore. And I'm, I was tired of being by myself and wondering maybe where a family was for me. And Eclipse would look up at Ikmer, and as she looks up at Ikmer, she would see her um, mother, foster mother, kind of behind him, with and, and with a nod and a smile as if to encourage her to continue, uh, she looks at Eclipse. Um, Eclipse kind of quickly looks away from Ikmer, but continues. Ikmer, I will find my family and then I won't be so lost. I found a family in all of you, and it's a great family. But ultimately, it's temporary, and I'm realizing that more and more every day. Ever since Lyra passed, this family, I realize it can't be permanent, and I just wonder 
how long we're gonna be together. I'm not the same lost girl from the funeral, but I don't want to be lost again. Um, and then uh, she looks up at Ikmer once again, and next to her mom is now Liana. And for with Liana with Aranel on her shoulder. That's the poor lost girl that Eclipse has had as a protector for the past few weeks? Months. Months. Thank you. Um, Eclipse rubs her eyes a little and looks looks down and continues. I see now and every day that you've two have changed. Most importantly, you've found what I've been searching for for myself desperately. Ikmer, you don't know the things I've promised and the things that I plan to promise to get closer to finding my family and getting a permanent family. I I absolutely want to stay with my temporary family as much as possible, but I will promise a lot of things to find my my family and my permanent place. And she looks up again, and now next to Liana and her mother is the lapper. And I'm sure he's grinning quite a bit. Yeah, Igmer, at this point, you feel a cold chill on your back. It's the kind of prickling that you felt the first time you saw the lopper appear and then disappear into Eclipse's axe, but you feel it kind of around you. And Eclipse would rub her eyes more as though she's punishing them for betraying her and the vision she keeps seeing. She wanted to have a conversation with just Igmer, and she can't even do that. So she rubs her eyes pretty hard, and she continues on. You have an opportunity that I I don't even think would come up for me. Your, your father just showed up. You have an entire clan of family members that not only just accept you, apparently, but have taken you as their leader. This, you have to do something and you have to, like, you can't pass this up because if I'm promising a bunch of stuff that I probably never would have before everything that's happened to me, to get family, You can't give this up. So, think long and hard. We're about to go into a battle where none of us might make it out. But if we do, we need to, number one, make sure that the family that we have, this temporary family, stays as close as they can. And number two, you need to stay with your family. And uh, Eclipse would look at him one more time and this time she would stop stop rubbing her eyes and just look and she'd look from her mom to Liana to the Lopper and she'd then look directly at Ikmer and say promise me you're gonna keep the family that you have together and you're gonna make sure that there is a temporary family for the rest of us coming out of this I promise Absolutely. You know, it wasn't lost on me that you've uh, lost your family either. And I thought that that was something that we, though for the most part, non 
verbally uh, bonded over, and I thought that that was pretty nice. <laughs> You're that we have something in common, as as tragic as as that is, and we know that we walked at least a similar path in that sense, and. You're uh, an extremely fierce warrior that I am extremely proud to stand beside. And yeah, there were uh, some times in there that uh, you didn't make it uh, seem very easy to trust you in the uh, when it come came down to it. But you you really have. Uh, shown that we are uh, bigger than the monsters inside of us and it's a continuous effort uh, determination and struggle that make you stronger than really any blade or corruption there is and You've been an extremely dear friend to me, and that in itself is beautiful. And any one of us here, I am more than welcome to... Well, you're more than welcome to come back to the Shutterwood and stay with us at any time. And I hope that we can all find resolution and so, yes, I promise. Good, Ikmer. And I might take you up on that one day. But for now, we've got to protect everyone. Eclipse, you see the lopper now lean over. He's been standing behind Ikmer, and he's this tall, gangly guy. He's bigger than Ikmer is. He puts a hand on Ikmer's shoulder. And Ikmer, you still feel this chill. I feel like the more and the longer you've talked to Eclipse, the colder it's gotten out here. It's more than just a brisk morning. And I need you to make me a perception check as Eclipse, you see the lopper lean over and whisper something into his ear. Me? Perception? Ikmer. Okay. Oh. To see if he can hear past the veil. Oh my god. Got great perception. 11. 12. <laughs> <laughs> he has a minus one, I think. No, it, oh. I do have a plus one. Oh, it's you have a plus one. It's with okay. the, 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 were, the werewolf uh, template. Gotcha. With the 12, you're not entirely sure that this is what was said, but it sounds like we don't need you anymore. Eclipse, you outright can't hear it. Yeah, she, I think, would again, she'd continue to, just every now and then, just, like, rub her eyes and, like, God. Like, kind of just, you know, that feeling where you're, like, I keep seeing this, and, like, she knows, she knows what she's seeing, and she believes what she's seeing, but she knows that, like, no one else can, and she's not supposed to share it. And so she's trying to, like, block it out. Yeah. And during this time, Ikmer, feeling the chills and 
probably just sensing the presence of the lopper uh, just knows that he has to fight through this and his exact words keep his own words keep ringing in his head we're bigger than the monsters inside of us and I think that we would continue to kind of make our rounds because uh, Equips kind of got out of that what she was hoping for um and I mean ultimately it's now it's time for us to protect so Lopper kind of strolls back to you your other spirits fade Aaron L kind of flutters into Igmer's hair his tangle of hair like messes it up a little (laughs) and just squawks proud And then um, the lopper walks up to Eclipse and he's just kind of like talking to himself. It's like three little monkeys jumping on the bed. One fell off and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor and the doctor said, no more monkeys jumping on the bed. And he like just looks back at Ikmer and smiles that toothy smile and vanishes. Oh, man. And Eclipse would shake it off a little bit, and then she'd, again, just... Ugh, she's, she is in her head, and this... Because when she wakes up in the morning, it's when she's most clear. This is the time where she's going to be most herself throughout the day. So she's just trying to shake it off and stay her... Yeah, I think Eclipse would describe this as a bad morning. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this is with- your most clear. It's a bad <laughs> start to your day. Yeah. I mean, so I've gotten worse. <laughs> I, I think with all of the necromantic energy in this town, it's making your spirits stronger and more bold. But with that, like, you know, Liana can manifest and your mom can manifest, but also the Lopper is like yeah. the strongest of them can manifest even more than he would. Yes. Yeah, and I mean like it mornings are her best, yes, but emotions also cause in general her to react differently. So, it's a both an emotional and a very intense morning. Okay. So you guys do a little bit of a sweep. Sweep as you're talking. Freya and Saw are up in the attic. Once Freya has prepared her spells, she'll go over to Saw and Anya saying, let's move down to the first floor, a little closer to the earth. I think I'll do better there. Let's just get it done. Let's just get it done. And he'll go along, I assume. Anya probably helps him down the stairs or something. So Freya has Saw sit, and then she's also sitting on the ground facing him. She looks into his eyes, saying, You've shown yourself to be honest and trustworthy for the day that I've known you. Choosing to trust each other is the only way we're going to grow stronger now and in the future. She grips her holy symbol, pulls it out, and... Uh, holds it a little bit tighter. Don't mistake 
my compassion for weakness. I won't hesitate to quell any threat to my community, and that includes you. There was once a, a, a time when I hurt so bad on the inside, and, and not physically, not physically, that I hurt so bad on the inside that I wanted other people around me to hurt so so that they would hurt in, in the way that I was hurting. That's not who I am anymore, Freya. It's not who I am. You can ask Anya, but I don't expect you to trust her because, you know, we're a little bit of an item. You can ask any one of my wolves, but I wouldn't expect you to trust them either because we're kind of a thing too. But maybe you could ask some of the other wolves if you don't trust me. Ask them what I do here, why I'm here. And they may say, they may tell you things, I worship a devil, that Anya worships a demon, that we preach things that are unconventional. But it's our actions that speak so much louder than our words. We stand up for people that don't stand up for themselves. And you've only known me for a day. But let's try two. Let's try two days. And go from there. How does that sound? That's a message I can stand behind. There are plenty of weak in this world that are preyed upon. And there are very few that have the strength to stand up against them. If your pain helped you get to this point, I'm glad you were able to turn your life around. Take that pain and use it for good. Help those that maybe are feeling it now. For now, I'm choosing to trust you. And hopefully, by the end of today, it won't be a choice. The trust will have been built. And she takes her holy symbol and pushes it up against the scar on Sawyer. That's the gagged skull. And she calls out, Erastal, cleanse this man of his curse. Desna, let him choose his own fate. And she casts Remove Curse. All right. I'm rolling my dire d20 for this. All right, let's see. It's going to be awful if it fails. Oh, no. Oh, come on. So it's a d20 plus my caster level against the DC of the curse. Mm -hmm. So I got a 15. Maybe it's the hesitance. Or the lack of trust. Saw so you feel this divine power flow through you. And then you feel something. It's this deep seated sense of loss. And it makes you sick. Oh no. And you feel it in your stomach. And you're feeling, you still are feeling the effects of the curse and you start to vomit. Freya, you've probably never seen this before happen with your magic. So you're 
nauseated right now. Oh. Uh, and, and you come to after a couple of seconds and it's it's just like these these feelings of loss and pain all pushed into you in one pulse. I don't feel any better, Freya. I appreciate the effort. But I, I don't think that did it. Luck was not on our side. Give me another 15 minutes. And I'll be ready to try again. Will you make it? I don't know at this point. <laughs> so you wait. You spend seven minutes zonked out. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Uh, smart move to... Um, to save your spell slots. So you uh, prepare another remove curse. Yep. Come and on, so I'm going to try to use my Freya <laughs> dice. See if that helps. Come on. <laughs> All right. Maybe. What's the die? What's on the die? 24. There we go. So once again, the holy symbol is raised. And this time, you feel like your nose is running. You feel congested. You feel feverish like you did during the curse. And you retch again. And everything that comes out is just black. And it turns to worms on the ground and writhes through the floorboards and into the soil And when you stand back up, maybe hands on your knees, just panting again, that like feeling of loss and pain. And then hope and the curse is gone. Thank you. Yay. And he turn and uh, he turns to Freya, and as he does, he transforms, not to the hybrid form, but the full were tiger animal form. And you're like, "What the fuck's going on?" He turns to this, ju- like you know, maybe there's because we're on the first floor, right? There's a there's a pillar that's holding up the holding up the ceiling, and he he stands up on his hind legs, a massive tiger opens up his paws, these giant claws, half a foot long, and he puts them in the top of the post and rakes down. (sighs) Tears straight down, turns back to Freya, and shifts back into a tiefling form. It feels good to be back, Freya. I won't forget this, and I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I think our future's looking brighter. What's Matumbe doing in all this? He's praying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, beyond, beyond the hour it takes to prep his spells. Um, he's reading from his book, not necessarily passages that'll help him prepare anything for uh, extracts, formulae, um, spells. He's getting into the, the back matter of the bones land in a spiral 
Because like I said up at the top of the episode, he knows it's going to be difficult. And he just had his conversation yesterday with Ikmer that although um, generally positive, had a little bit of a somber tone to it. Um, he's thinking about, he brought up, he brought it up. He brought up his own sons. He's thinking about them. He's thinking about all he's lost and, um, the travel they've done to get here. And before finishing, he prays one last time for balance, considering Lyra's soul and the soul that took her from the world. And he resolves to rebalance the scales. And he hears on the wind. I think maybe Matumbe is the only one in the attic at this point. Um, and he hears the like <whistles> of a whippoorwill. Took long enough. Been waiting for a whippoorwill. Hell yeah. And. When he looks out the window, it's not a whippoorwill. Never mind. <laughs> it's a butterfly. He's confused. And the butterfly has um, has one black wing and one white wing. And you you see it just kind of flapping there on a branch by the window and then the white wing crumples and withers and the butterfly eventually perishes and you know that Desna would send you a sign oh that's what this is and that balance has not been restored yeah. in more ways than one. Yeah. That makes sense. Listen, episode 100, if you want to know why I'm depressed, <laughs> I guess uh, he leans back and sighs. Um, and I, I think it becomes very immediately apparent to him that he's old. Mortality hits him right then. I'm not Ikmer. I'm not 18 anymore or whatever his age is. I'm 13. I'm <laughs> the equivalent of 18 yeah. for a human. I'm not 18 anymore. I'm not invincible. Um, I mean, Matumbe is a character who has struggled with, um, with reality. And uh, it gets very real to him right now. Yeah, his joints are popping. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we love man to we, be that old. I mean, like that age as a big man, like your joints are probably just you shot. You wake up tired. You wake up in pain. Like, and maybe for the first time he acknowledges that, that I, I it's difficult to wake up now. Probably not uh, shattering as many backboards. No, no, no. Way less backboards. Now he's, doing, now he's uh, just getting his face on uh, pizza boxes. I know. That's right. It's the only backboard he's a part of. <laughs> All right. I'll give you that one. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'll give you that one. So the time comes for the party to uh, 
do what they set out to do. Um, I know yesterday in game terms, um, Rick Mitt had mentioned that he wants to stay behind and uh, stay with some of the, the werewolves to, to push their way out of the city when we're done with what yeah. we're doing. Um, so Sawyer's probably thinking similarly and he wants to uh, address Anya. Maybe she's getting ready to go with the crew. Yeah, I think at this point, um, Rick Mitt would share that plan with like the broader group. Sure. that he and the rest of the wolves are going to attempt to yet again break the line, meet up with anyone else that survived, and be your backup. Okay. Anya, there's something we need to talk about. What is it, Saw? I, I just... I need to, to ask you something, and I, I don't want you to to get upset, but I think it's important that we talk about it. I want I want to start by saying that I love you. I love you too. And I, I look at you today and, and you're just as beautiful as the first time that I met you. And that's never changed. You've always been my one and only. And he picks he takes his hands in or her hands in his um, and she's missing two fingers on her right hand and one on the left. Um, and he's going to say, I, I know we haven't really talked about this kind of stuff, but I would, I would ask your forgiveness for the things that I've done to you before everything. But I'll never do that. Not because I don't want it, but because I don't deserve it. And so I need to ask you something difficult today. I know you want food as bad as I do, but I need you to stay behind with the rest of the wolves. Because we could win this thing. We could. I'm, I'm planning on going out there. Rude wants me. I have to go. He's he's a slippery bastard. If I don't go with them, there's a chance he may not face them at all. He could just leave. He can do that. So I have to be there because he wants me there. And when I come back, and when we come back, maybe we've won. Maybe we have but we've probably been beaten up and bloodied and we're going to need fresh soldiers. You and Rick Mitt and Sabriza and the rest of the devil wolves and all of everybody else. You need to get us out. We won't be able to do it. This city's gone. It's lost. We can't take the city. We can only kill Rude. You understand what I'm saying? He broke my mind. How am I supposed to just let him go, Sawyer? You're not letting him go. You're letting us handle it. You saw Ikmer in combat. You saw Eclipse. You you know how I operate. But, but if we, we have to take him down, and this is our best shot. But if, if there's no future, what's the point? I need you to be that future. 
You know, he... He broke my mind. I... I wanted revenge on him out of principle, but... I don't even... I don't even remember. I don't remember what he did. I couldn't. I... He destroyed me, Sawyer. And that's part of the problem. If you go in there for revenge... Our gravedigger friend's gonna have to dig two graves because you know how that works. One for him and one for you. I'm going in there because it's the right thing to do, and we have to take care of business. Okay. But there's a good chance that we could still win, and I don't make it out. And if I do, if I don't make it out, rather, we've always shared everything straight down the middle. What's mine is yours. You know this. Of course. But there's a very real chance that we go and we don't come back. You wait for a day. You wait for two. And the five of us never return. If you do that, I need to ask something of you. I need you to leave. After two days, not not just the city, not just the Shutterwood. I need you to leave Ustalov. Because he's going to come after you. He's going to come after everybody and nowhere here will be safe. Where where would I go? <laughs> this is this has been our home for years. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I've kept one secret from you this entire time. This entire time. I need you to take the devil wolves down to my ancestral home, Cheliax. There you're gonna find a city just north or so of Ravenwool called Byre. Go there. There's a dry dock outside city limits where the only secret I ever kept from you lies. It's a ship. It's the thing I took with me when I left the Whispering Way. It's called the Backbreaker. You go there, and the harbor master owes me a debt. Say the debt is repaid, and the ship is yours. Devil Wolves can crew it. You take that ship south, further south than you've ever been, below the shackles, into Sargava. My actual home. In Sargava, there's a capital city called Eladair. Outside the city, it's where I grew up. It's an estate. Saverine Manor. It's been abandoned for probably 20 years, or maybe there's someone living there. You could probably force them out. Or just sell the ship and buy it off them. But if I'm dead, you're the last Saverine. It's yours. That's where you and the Devil Wolves can settle up. And maybe we weren't meant for these woods, but you have almost as much tiger blood in you as I do. Don't and, be gross, Saw. And you know you like it. And tigers are kings and queens of the jungle. Go down there and be a fucking queen for me. Can you do that? I can, but I'd ask one thing. Don't fucking die. I'll try not to. I've made it this far. It's a little complicated, and I'd prefer if you could just live. 
I've died before and came back. I'll be good. As have I, but this doesn't seem like that kind of situation. It's a little different. I'll give you that. And she just, like, kind of hits you, like, like unexpectedly, like, kind of just leans into you, and she just, like, holds you for a minute there. And then she leaves. We make out first. Sure, you make out first. (laughs) And then she leaves with... um, with the rest of the wolves and and right before as, as he's kind of passing by Rickbit reaches out a hand to saw and he waits to see if Sawyer would shake it Sawyer looks down at the hand um, it is coming at a little bit of a surprise to him and looks up Rickman's body up to his eyes. Known each other a long time. That we have. Never thought this day would come. See you soon, Rickmit. Do me and a favor. Gives him a big fucking manly handshake. Like they have this handshake, and while they're shaking, he says, Do me a favor. I'll make sure your Anya stays safe. Look out for my boy. Something tells me he's going to be looking out for myself, but I'll do what I can. You have my word. I appreciate it. Good luck. They don't make out. They don't make out? Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and you're alone in the dyer shop. The five of you. Well, have has everyone made their preparations? We find ourselves again at the time. When we must go to war. Difficult times are ahead of us and maybe some difficult decisions as well. Let's get this bastard. It's time. I found that I have a lot more times time in the morning now that I don't have to sharpen my sword. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Still good. You You know, speaking (laughs) of sharpening your sword, that new, that new, that new Volensang girl is pretty cute. A prince needs a princess, doesn't he, Ikmer? I don't know how that relates to my sword, but uh... we all know what you're talking (laughs) about. <laughs> I, I love that, like in the in the in the meta of the of the entire thing, Saw is the only one that has figured out, <laughs> and he immediately figures out its metaphor for masturbating. <laughs> he just immediately like, yeah. yep, checks out. Uh, you know, uh, I'm surprised that you would bring that up in a time like this. There's uh, bigger things on my mind. Just saying you should ask her out. Uh, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Does he blush? No. <laughs> <laughs> so before you head to face Arn Vrood, I need everybody to take a hero card for last episode in this episode. Outstanding roleplay. Woo! Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. 
I have the Peacock, which is a true neutral card. It's not actually a peacock, though. It's like a very undead-looking dragon chicken. Okay. I have some potentially horrifying, you know, foreshadowing. Hmm. Uh, I have the survivor, which Uh is... Oh, no. Yeah, (laughs) which is one person surrounded by a bunch of ghosts all trying to talk to the survivor. Um, So that's not... That's nothing. No foreshadowing at all there. Does that person... Oh, they're in front of a grave. I thought they had a big battle axe on their back, and I was like, uh-oh, that's too real. Oh, no, they're oh, sitting boy. on, like, a throne. Okay. Don't mm. Well, if it makes you feel any better, mine is slightly similar as the publican. A, oh, yeah, slightly similar. <laughs> a cyclops that is pouring uh, a beer from one mug into another uh, while everyone else is passed out around him. I have an extraordinarily relevant one. It's called The Midwife because Sawyer and his new friend Freya had a little bit of a moment. Um, it's kind of a, a short lady, so conceivably dwarven, <laughs> holding a tiefling baby. No way. I swear to God, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's something else. I feel like Griffin fixed that. I didn't fix it. I'm fine you with just, it. You just watch me shuffle it. I'm getting a little worried about our chances here. Not great. So does By this the way, that was a fate good card says you get yourself. Does this mean that Freya and uh, Sawyer are going to require a midwife? Midwife? No. No, I think it means Eclipse is the only one that's going to be alive. I think it means that Anya's going to have a baby, uh, Will, and Sawyer's going to die, and I'm going to be the only one who survives at all. And I can take Ghost Freya to go deliver the baby. It's fine. Perfect. There we go. Well, now that we have that figured out. All right, well, that's the end. (laughs) In the rain, still the rumbling of thunder... You make your way out of the dyer shop. The streets are eerily quiet. The square is silent. Aside from the far-off sounds of maybe it's battle, maybe it's just groaning unlife. But the area in front of you is clear doesn't appear to be patrols and you make your way to the tower you see something different from when you were uh, in the mill which was across the square from the tower now you see spikes with the heads of those you fought with impaled upon them, 20 or more lining the cobblestone street. Devil wolves, prince's wolves, and everything in between. And they just stare emptily at you, mouths agape, overlooking The town square stands the battered remnants of what must have once been an impressive tower. 
Now, only the tower's ground floor and half of its second floor still stand, and catapult balls lie scattered about the piles of broken stone and masonry at the tower's base. Of the top of the tower, only a jagged crest of stone remains. The tower's roof has been ripped off, and much of the rear portion lies be- buried in rubble. And, and Griff, you know, maybe we're being smart, maybe we're moving strategically through Feldgrau, but... You know, we maybe don't uh, tell me we don't encounter uh, any undead patrols. Mm-mm. We get to the tower, and is it like open? There's two sturdy-looking stone doors uh, closing the place off, but that's really—I mean, that's it. it. It looks like it's crumbling in places. You might be able to like go around it. If you didn't want to go straight in, you might be able to like dig yourself a little tunnel in the rubble because it does it does look decrepit. Hmm. And are we able to follow any sort of direction from Cyril? So Cyril told you that there would be a staircase on the first floor and that that should have he doesn't really know the mechanism, but somehow that goes from an upward spiral staircase to a downward and it's like hidden Mm -hmm. so I think I mean that would probably be our at least uh, initial destination point would be like find the staircase yeah 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 so so maybe doors to get in here can I run the gambit of uh, detect magic and then maybe some sort of perception for traps yeah I'll do a perception same here. And Freya will kind of also scan the stair area to see if there's any additional magic or trigger that's hidden in the rubble. Okay. I come in with that plus one to a 17. He's rolling in that. That perception is going to be a 41 or a 42 against traps. I was say, mine's a 29, and I thought I was high. Uh, I got a natural dang. 20 on it, but yeah. Oh. You're not seeing any traps on this door, but with a 41, you can easily tell this is a barred door. And it seems like it's in good condition despite the rest of the tower. Beyond some sort of battering ram, these doors are not coming down. Perhaps we do need to tunnel in. If we need to move some stone, if you give me 15 minutes, I can prepare some stone shape. (laughs) Um, And it becomes readily apparent as you guys are talking to each other that if you want to take the 15 minutes, you're probably going to have to retreat into another building because you just hear... And an arrow hits like right by you. You look up and you see skeletal archers on the second floor. Ugh. Uh, hold up. So this is a barred door. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, hang on a minute. I feel like I might have something for this. The door might inspire courage if given the opportunity. What? It's a bard. It was, was, it was I, a Brooksism. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking of a way to make that into a pun, and gosh, so gosh. I want to ask. Uh, there's something specific about this uh, ring of the ram with it? doors. Yes. Ring of the Ram doors. Is is there a thing? Yeah, there is. The ring of, mm-hmm. She's hidden. Sure. 
Ring of the Ram is a fucking battering ram. Yes, it is. And I can, if I use three charges, then I can treat it as though I have a strength score of 29 on the ram. Okay. Make me a roll. Okay. Do I just roll? What kind of a roll is this? This is a uh, ability check. Freya, as as you're preparing to use the Ring of the Ram, Freya puts her hand on Eclipse's shoulder, saying, "May Erastel guard this ram," and she casts a touch of good, so you get a plus four. So that's a thirty-three strength. Whoa! Well, no, no, no. The plus four is just to the to roll. the roll. To the roll, yes. That's a T-shirt right there. May Erastel guide this ram. <laughs> <laughs> So am I at a plus <laughs> That's nine? That's Dodge's new slogan. <laughs> yes. Am I at a plus? Am I am I at a plus nine with a twenty nine strength? So with a twenty nine strength, uh, you'd be Wait. twenty is five, twenty two six, twenty four seven. Twenty nine would be yeah. ni- or twenty nine would be nine. Yeah. Yes. So you're plus I did, nine. I, say, I yeah. did the math. So you're plus thirteen on the roll. Ten divided by two. Yeah. Okay. You're okay. at plus thirteen on the roll. Uh, I'll allow. Uh, Ikmer and Saw to aid if they want to like kind of be pushing on the sides as the ram hits the middle yeah, of the door. Just absolutely uh, straight, just a straight strength, strength roll. Okay, yeah, right. I know what you get. Yeah, I mean with the with the arrow coming down, the Ikmer would definitely at least go hybrid form. Of course, uh, so Sawyer's definitely in hybrid form, and I hit it at a I I, I aid. I got a twenty one. Eighteen here. Okay, two aids. So that's plus another four. Uh, 36. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. You needed a 30. The ring of the ram. Clutch move. Clutch move. I know. I was like, I know this has something with doors. Nice. I was about to break out the uh, the traveler's any tool, turn into a <laughs> yeah. screwdriver. Yeah, We've uh, got uh, Matumbe trying to like do something smart about it, like disable device. Ikmer's like, oh, I'll find my tool. And then, meanwhile, Eclipse is like, back away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, hit it with me. Let's go. Yeah, like, pull, yeah pulls out like the bazooka type of thing. Like, oh, okay. Ah, oh, doors open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody so, inside. Everybody in. So, yeah. D- just arrows twang like saw and Ikmer probably like file everybody in and then close the doors behind him and a couple of arrows like hit their armor but I mean these skeletal archers I don't think can even hit either of you <laughs> outside of that 20 so I'm not going to roll um, and you find yourselves in a hallway if you would place yourselves on the map and kind of clear the map off so you're entering in those double doors right by Emily Go ahead and put yourselves in marching order. You see a door to the west, and the hallway leads to the east, and then it looks like it it, it hits a corner and turns north. Okay, okay. So there's only one way for us to go, right? You could either go through the door that's uh, next to Saw, or you could go up and around uh, and... The hallway just extends that direction, so... I guess. Uh, one way is open, one way is not. I say we go the way that's open. Well, right, yeah. Matumbe, is there... Uh, can you detect magic now? Is there anything else here? I'll do a sweep. Yeah, you do a sweep. You don't sense magic. 
right. um, but Matumbe is smart enough to know he's got like foot feet thick stone walls uh, yeah. to his to both sides so he's literally just only probably good for looking through maybe the doorway and the hallway I can see through as far as Phrasma will allow, but she will not allow me to see through the walls. I detect nothing, but I cannot guarantee the next room will not contain a magical surprise. Well, uh... Then I'd say let's keep going. Let's go the way that's open already. Let's roll. Okay. So you guys continue down the hallway. Yep. And you see that, you know, the walls of this entrance hallway are in relatively good shape. Uh, They display several stone sundials, uh, and you see the doors, and then you see a rubble-strewn antechamber. And a makeshift, like, it's not a door, it's just like a a curtain covers up your view into... um, into that you guys can see like this room in the middle so you see all this rubble down the hallway and then you see a curtain uh, that leads into presumably another chamber the curtain is well within uh, Sawyer's reach he slashes it he slashes it down and he sees three large creatures in this room they look like Griff. <laughs> they look like Mm-mm. years dead. Years. Uh, creatures. Their skin withered and desiccated. Uh, but just you can see the sinew of ancient muscle underneath. Their eyes burn blue. And one of them roars at you. Make a perception check. Everybody or just certain folks? Uh, anybody that in this position can see through the doorway. I think Eclipse could. Yeah. Yeah, I think Eclipse could potentially have a have a bead. Twenty-three. Ooh yeah. Twenty. Yeah, Sawyer's also at a dirty twenty. Okay. So, in the surprise round... Oh, no. I need another figure. This sounds distinctly like something I would want to turn battle music on for. <laughs> I think you're going to want to. <laughs> All right, here we go. There we go. Um, use her. Okay. A figure... Wrist wraps. Not wearing any armor... But these same burning blue eyes. She's slender, but still muscled and clearly undead. Races past you. What? Because you're all flat footed and she has 50 feet of move speed. And gets next to Freya. I don't like this. I shouldn't have given up on Canny Dodge. These creatures roar. And I need everybody to roll for initiative. Alright, so I just oh, rolled. No. I rolled a 16 and a 6, so I got a 7. Ooh, yeah. 
19 on the die for a 21. My 19 on the die is better than yours. Well, that's <laughs> understandable. All right, Ikmer, what you got? 21. 21, Saw. Uh, Sawyer is at a 12. 12, Eclipse. 7. 7, Freya. 10. 10, Matumbe. 18. 18. Damn, okay. Matumbe, they're going to need your uh, your guidance on this, I think. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. At the top of the round is the creature, the woman, but not quite. Just this, this undead thing. She moved through the party, and now she's fast enough to attack first. She's going to flurry at Freya. It's going to be bad times. Mm-hmm. This is all against your flat-footed AC. Okay, um, 22. Yep. And then only a 15 shouldn't do it. That does not. Uh, and then the next two. Uh, 23. Yep. And then uh, three on the die won't do it. And um, she's going to spend a key point to raise her AC. And um, Freya, first things first, no save. You take two negative levels. What? Yep. Oh my goodness. That's so bad. And you also take 22 points of damage. I didn't understand the gravity of the situation. It's becoming very clear. Wow. I'm panicking. Next in the order is Ikmer. Ikmer, you saw this thing race past you. You also see these large creatures in the room in front of you. All right, so I have to dance around Saw just a tad bit, but I am going to walk through this very small opening that Saw tore down and step up to the nearest creature. And are they evil? I mean, you don't Probably. know that. But they're undead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Not bad. Uh, does a 31 hit? Yes. Awesome. So then with that, I will be doing 19 damage. Okay. Next in the order is Matumbe. Matumbe... You, you saw this again. You can you can now see her in front of you. Just punch into cave in Lyra's breast or cave in Freya's breastplate, and uh, and you're hearing noises from the other room. I don't know that you can necessarily see the creatures inside there. No, that's fine. Uh, he owes Freya so much. I mean, he's going to have a, a very singular focus right now. Uh, First and foremost, he's going to go ahead and roll a knowledge religion question mark check uh, on this uh, on this lady. Religion and local. They get you separate, separate things. Okay. Let's do religion first. Um, that's going to go ahead and go to a 29. 
I'm, wait, wait. 28, sorry. 28, actually, that makes a difference. Um, you get two questions. Defenses. Uh, she is a white, first and foremost, uh, and so she has all undead immunities. Um, she also has evasion and deflect arrows. Does evasion and deflect arrows fall into like a resistances category? Or would that be a separate question? Uh, I would have given you resistances if she had she had them. Okay. Uh, I guess weaknesses then. Weaknesses. Um, if you cast animate dead on her, it will destroy her. Cool. I have second level inquisitor spells. It's not going to happen. Now it's local. Here we go. Yep. That's good info though. Um, 33. Three questions. What cool monk shit does she have? Oh boy, what cool monk shit doesn't she have? Uh, first of all, she's got uh, combat reflexes. Uh, I mentioned that deflect arrows and evasion, but uh, she has flurry of blows as an eighth level or higher monk, which means she can. Oh no! Uh, she can do multiple flurries. It's not just the extra attack. It's more than that. She's got key powers to increase her AC, uh, give her an extra attack, give her extra base speed. Um, she's got a really brutal uh, stunning fist. Might make you sick. And um, and she falls very slowly. At least eight levels of monk on top of an undead. This is uh, this is dangerous. Um, pull the room. Any other questions you guys want to hear? I think I have two more, but I don't even know. I mean, I wanted to know there. more about this like negative levels thing. Okay, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. So more, like, I'll, 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 I kind of gave you some monk stuff for the uh, for the religion, so I'll give you a little white stuff for the monk. Uh, any attack a white makes, it does uh, a negative level. Oh my god. Guaranteed? Guaranteed there is no save. You will get a save tomorrow to remove them if you live that long. I don't recall this. Okay. Unfucking believable. And being a monk and having that many attacks, it's negative level city. Unfucking believable. Um that's that's so bad. Uh, uh one more thing. I don't have anything. Neither do I. Well, I'll just give you a tidbit then. Yeah, great. She's got blind sense. Okay. So, don't. That's, that's a that, yeah. that's a very good. Uh, you don't waste any invisibilities on her. Yep. So, uh, so Matumbe is going to. I mean, seeing Freya just get annihilated by this lady, he's going to turn back to Eclipse. It's worse than it looks, actually. It's uh, it looks. <laughs> and what he's going to do is he is going to assume the warrior three position and cast protection from evil communal on himself, Freya, Eclipse, and Sawyer. And he's going to say, Sawyer, Eclipse and I will help Freya protect your pack, Lord. Okay. So protection from evil, folks, because that's going to help a lot when we're getting fucking owned by an eight level monk who's undead uh, do what I can it's these creatures turns um, 
and so the first one that's right up in Ikmer's grill is going to use its improved trip to attempt to trip him. Hmm. Okay. Um, does a Uh, probably not. Does a 27 beat your CMD? Ah, actually not. Okay, so you're not tripped. Um, That's pretty cool. The next one moves up on you. The um, the tall one. <laughs> the tall mini we're <laughs> using um, moves up on you. Uh, and he's going to stay five feet out of your reach because he's large and has the reach to do so. And he's going to swing at you. All right. Um, I don't think that'll do. Uh, yeah, he misses. Uh, it's below a thirty-five. That's good. Because yeah, that would miss. <laughs> um, the other one's gonna ignore your attack of opportunity and move right out to engage Saw. So the the um. The beefy, the beefy mini we're using. Um, you can surely AOO him if you want, but he's going to move like right outside. Yeah, right into the door doorway. I'm looking on conditions and I don't see a. Oh yeah, there is a squeezing. Mm-hmm. So he he's probably squeezing through that little door, huh? Yep. Yeah. I also, because <laughs> I was planning on going there. Glad I don't have to now. Are you taking an AOO? Oh, yeah, I'm... But if he is there, he'd be taking more than one AOO. Who's he taking another one from? I haven't moved yet. From me? Uh, you don't take more than one AOO for doing the same action. So moving does not... It only triggers once ever. Fine. If he moved and then um, used a range weapon, though, that'd be mm, too... That's different. where it is. Every shot from a range weapon. It's funny, we talked about this last night. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> All right. Try and teach you guys every day. It doesn't work. I was Little. Drunk. Uh, that was drunk. Do not. I really don't like the fact that uh, that he's blocking an entrance and essentially all of my uh, escape slash uh, you know any sort of communication. Yep. To the rest of the party. But with that being said, this is a thirty-three. That'll to hit. hit and damage wise gonna be doing 17 okay he does that damage and then um, this creature swings at saw misses yeah definitely misses a little hard to read at this point it's saw's turn all right this person has moved perfectly into full attack range. And he's squeezing, so he takes a little hit to his AC. Keep that in mind. Oh, oh boy. All right, I got, I think I have at least two. Um, he's going to free action enter rage. I didn't say that earlier, but there's absolutely no way he wouldn't. We all know this. Um, the, so his... His long sword gains the furious property. It will cut through silver DR if he has it. It is a plus three weapon right now. Um, that'll be a 30 to hit. Yes. Sweet. Um, the next attack 
Sorry, I gotta look at my dice hierarchy. Okay, Serpent Skull's up next. Um, 27. You would hit. have a hierarchy. You do have a hierarchy. Yeah, you have to roll yeah. four. No, it makes like sense. Uh, yeah, 27 hits. 27 hits. Uh, these these last two I, I really don't think are going to happen. Uh, the bite's going to come out to a 15. No. Gore's going to come out to a uh, 16. No. Okay, so cool. Um, that's only two hits, but they're both with my most Good weapon. powerful weapon. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't help me if I roll snake eyes on the first one. That's going to be 21 points of damage. And then 25 points of damage. Dead. Woo! Okay. Let's go. I was going to have to try to turn around and clock this guy. So so maybe he doesn't even like really, because it happens in sec sequential order with my dice hierarchy, but he slashes up once with the sword and then reverses his grip and brings it back down through the collarbone, through the heart, and this thing just fucking collapses and slides off his sword. And I will take a five-foot step. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Next to the order is Freya. That flurry of blows really hurt Freya. The negative levels and damage on top of that, she's not one to take many hits at all. She takes a five-foot step since Saw Sawyer moved. Thank you. So she can be outside of the range of this undead creature. She doesn't want to draw any more wrath from it. So then she casts Hide from Undead on herself. Okay, and this, this is an intelligent yep. creature. As are the rest of them. So I'm going to go ahead and make a will save, right? Yes, it's a will save. All right, that's a uh, 19. That succeeds. Let's check the other boys. Oh, shit, that wasn't even with her way higher bonus. <laughs> but, yeah, she would have succeeded either way. Uh, the other boys both succeed. It's a 13 and a 20 on the die. Um, but it was, a, it was a good thought. Eclipse. Sorry, uh, Steve, can you help me out? I can't remember. What are the special defenses? I know you asked that. Or any defenses. No sort of resistances or anything. Evasion, I okay. heard. So if you have like a reflex save thing for half. That's fine. Yeah. I just, at this point, I think it might be better if I just go up with the axe. I, yeah. I didn't hear anything about DR or anything, so... That's kind of what I was wondering, right? Yeah. So, like, should I be... I, I don't want to spend a round to Bane if I can go up and just start hitting her. I don't know, because I have to spend an entire round. So, uh, I think I will go ahead and walk up um, to kind of where Freya just was. Okay. Actually, no. I'll block Freya. There we go. So I am right in front of Freya. It's Matumbe and uh, Matumbe and Eclipse in like a diagonal, and I'm gonna try and hit her with my axe. It's only a twenty-two. Nope. Yeah. Rolled like shit. Um. All right, it's her turn. Swift action, mind barrier. Mind barrier. Cool. Sorry. Um, she's gonna spend a key point to get an extra attack on this flurry. And then she's gonna flurry 
our good friend Eclipse. So the first three coming at the higher bonus. Um, okay. Um, 18, 21, 25. 25 hits. Okay, so one hits and then the two at the lower bonus. Two natty 19s. Both of those are going to hit. Higher than a 25. So you take three negative levels first off. Then... 31 points of damage. And that's her turn, Hickmer. Matumba and Eclipse. Just make sure you take care of that monk. I think Saw and I can definitely handle these guys up here. And so then he's gonna full attack. <laughs> the then. only ones left. <laughs> he does I mean, he rushed forward so that he could at least uh, start the front line above this choke point. Uh, yep. So and, he's gonna, he's gonna yeah. shoot, baby. Do you want to take a five-foot step so you can uh, hit both of them? If you do, I'll allow you to, uh, if you strike the killing blow, move on. Sure. But you only have two attacks, right? So. Well, three with the bite. Yeah. You hear from many feet behind you. It's going poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to see if I can two-round any of you. Yeah, you wish. Do I? I, I think you do. I don't think of if I get any with yeah. the with the full negative levels, it's game over. I still just have never heard about a wit like this that does this. So three negative levels. Never, ever, ever yep. heard of it. Literally just, calls it out that like if there's a DC, so when when it does the energy drain. In the stat block, there has to be a DC, otherwise it happens immediately. I feel like that's bullshit. I believe that you're right. I think it's bullshit, but I believe you. First attack. Mm, probably not. Um, 24? Yep. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Then uh, Are you hitting the troll? The correct. Troll the one, yeah, the one that I originally hit. Perfect. With that, then, it is 23. Dead. There Ooh. we go. All right. All right, then, moving on to the one guy that was not touched. Another seven on the die, but at the little, the lower, at four, uh, 419. Nope. All right, then the bite. Uh, 17 won't do it. Nope. Wow. I rolled three sevens in a row. All right, Matumbe. <laughs> All right. Uh, time to bring the ruckus. Matumbe is going to take a five-foot step towards this monk undead. Swift action, Bane. Take a Bane undead and take a swipe with that book. Two swipes with that book? I can't see it. I don't have two attacks yet. I guess not. Multi-class. Fuck me. 
Um, I, I, you know what? I don't think it's gonna do it, but at this point, I think things are getting close enough to dire where I at least have to try. Um, with the with the bane that will only go up to a 16, so I gotta throw an inspiration on that and hope high. Gonna have high hopes. Okay, it is high, but I doubt her AC is 20. No. Ah, bummer. <laughs> no, a 22 didn't work. She's also a monk. Yeah, she monk, baby. Ooh. Yeah, there's no way. Alright. Keeping track. This creature is going to... Uh, it's going to attack Ikmer. Yeah, I'd be surprised if it didn't, seeing as how he and I are the... Or only things in, in the room. And I are the only things. Just staring each other down. <laughs> only only boys in the room. Uh, he can be whatever he wants. Undead or whatever. Yep, yeah, miss. Fantastic. And it's Saw's turn. Dude, I... Ikmer's gonna be fine. He's been soloing these things just fine. The problem is the monk that we haven't hit yet. And that monk is within Sawyer's reach. Yeah, but it's kind of around the corner, so I'm definitely going to apply a cover bonus to it. Yeah, but it's either that thing gets a small cover bonus, or I squeeze and get a negative four to all of my rolls to hit this thing. That's You're not going to kill Ikmer, and this thing will kill one of the other people. Yeah, you could delay until Freya. Or you could try and get to the other side of it. You're going to incur an attack, but... You could get to the other side, get your flank. No way. I'm not taking negative levels to get that flank. I'll take I'll take the plus two or the plus whatever it is. Okay. You could delay for Freya, too. But Freya's definitely. He can't really move Freya. into stuff because he's large. I guess I could yeah, but, I could I could wait till Freya moves and then get behind Matumbe and Eclipse. Alright, so I, actually Brooks, I think I really like that plan. Freya, I need you to move. I need you to move. All right. So, saw delays, but Freya's right after him, so... What you doing, Freya? Freya will definitely move, but I also have a question, and if I need to make a knowledge check for Freya to understand this as well, I can. Uh, but... For the negative levels, does that count as energy drain or negative energy effect? Uh, it should be energy drain, yes. The only issue is I think you have the ability to mitigate, like this, you make the saves better against energy drain, right? I can make one person immune to energy drain, any negative energy effects, and also negate negative levels for the duration of the spell. So well to have. It's a fourth level spell, and I only have one prepared, but I feel like we need it for someone to try to tank her attacks. She's going to go ahead and spellcraft this, if you're casting it. I mean, we need it. Uh, she saw Eclipse take hits and also knows that Eclipse is the squishier between her and Matumbe. So uh, she's actually standing right behind Eclipse right now, and she uh, reaches out to Eclipse's shoulder 
We're not dying today. And she casts Death Ward on her. Fuck yeah. That's a good one. That's a good choice. That was, it was making it really hard for me to do any kind of hits, too, because that took me down. She hisses at you. That won't save you here. All right. Rhea moves to open up a nice spot for Saw. Sawyer. I would like to take Sawyer's turn. Okay. As he takes a five-foot step behind Eclipse. Mm-hmm. And reaches over the three-and-a-half-foot Y weighing about. Yeah, three-foot. Three. All right. Cool. Close. Uh, any full round attacks at this monk. Let's okay. see what happens. What you got? Okay. Okay. I think I can work with this. Um, the first attack with the Furious Longsword goes up to a 27. Miss. That's not great. Okay. The second attack with the Furious Longsword goes up to a 28. Miss. That's worse. Then I'm not particularly... Uh... Yeah, the next... The bite's a 28. The... Gore is less than that. I can't believe a 28 doesn't hit Wait, her. What Holy was the, shit. What was the gore? Less. I mean, it's uh, 21. Um, no, I goofed because I attacked you one extra time. I had my key defense on. You got three of those. Woo! Okay. Awesome. Thank goodness. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Now we're talking because if... So the gore doesn't hit. That was but, my B. Yeah, I had my... I had my... Uh, it just, I had it applied to my AC. Listen, man, I'm not complaining. I'm fine with that because if a 28 didn't hit, it's time to go home. I'm sitting here doing the math and I'm like, shit. It's shit. time to go home after that. Um, all right, first longsword hit. It's going to be 23 points of damage. Second longsword hit. Much better. That's going to be 30 points of damage. And now the bite as a shadow is cast over Eclipse, eclipsing out any sort of natural <laughs> light, and the jaws of Sawyer just reach out and rip out bones and viscera and dried, decaying flesh from this woman. There we go. 20 points of damage off the bite. Okay. Eclipse. All right, I'm going to full attack. Okay. So, rolled 15 plus 16 will hit. Mm -hmm. The other one certainly does not because it's a two on the die. So, there's that. Remember all your bane and shit's off. I know. It's off, don't worry. <laughs> Minimum damage. Uh, 22 damage. Okay. She's going to go ahead and make an acrobatics over Matumbe. Okay. Uh, that's a 38 against your CMD. Beanie by 10. Anyone, because you all can reach her, but I don't know if 38 fails to anybody. No, no, okay. it does not. No, she gets into that's that spot. Absurd. She takes a punch at Sawyer. Uh, she enacts her key defense here. Um, and takes a punch. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh... A 32. 32 is going to do it. Yeah, make me a fortitude save. Ick. 
Oh, I mean, it's happening here. 33. Okay. You're all right. Sweet. Uh, but she does deal... Uh, uh, 16 points of damage, and it bypasses your DR, because she's a monk. Not my DR all. It does. Really? Oh, wait, no. She hasn't hit twice. She has pummeling style as well. Okay. So you said 16 total. I'm assuming that's a negative level as well. Yes, that's a negative level. Sucks so much ball sack. And it's Ikmer's turn. All right. There's one uh, very, very large (laughs) creature that he uh, is thinking is like, oh, okay, this this could be doable to finish off here. And, uh, you know, hopefully everybody else is done. All right. Uh, doubt the first attack will hit with a 20, 22. That hits. Oh. Well, then uh, both of these attacks definitely hit because the next one's a 24. Okay. So, uh, just the swords, 28. Points of damage? Yes. That one hit? Both. The, uh, both hits. Okay. And then the uh, bite. Uh, three on the die no, for 13. Igmar, at this point, you see it. Since you're the only one in this room, the staircase lowers, and you don't see anything. But with scent, you smell chemicals oh, rise fuck this. from the staircase. And I need you to finish your drinks, because we'll see you next week. Oh, I knew it. Trouble. As soon as that Trouble. staircase Fuck opened me. up. 